2: your perfect home, sweet home.
3: This is Paris. Hey, everyone. We are back for another episode of This is Paris. Hunter, how are you doing? I'm
4: doing well. I've been, uh, I've been enjoying some of this colder weather. We've had some rain showers, and it's been lovely.
3: Nice. Well, I've been in all these tropical places, so <laughs> yeah, you've got had to miss opposite. out on the rain. Yes. <laughs>
4: uh, what did you what do you like doing now that you're back home? You've been home for a little bit. What are you and Carter doing as a, uh, a married couple back in the house?
3: Well, I had to go directly back to work. So my schedule has been out of control as usual. I still have like literally hundreds of wedding gift presents like all in the main room when you walk into my house that I haven't even opened yet so um yeah we've just been working and I don't know trying to find some time to open these gifts
4: (laughs) yeah mine I I sent you one but if there's one that's better than the one I sent they might have mixed up the labels I think I sent you a car or it was like a deed for a property somewhere like a really big it was it's a good one I don't know if someone's Maybe the names got mixed up, but don't let Charlotte mess that up, okay? It was really good. (laughs) Thank Um, you. (laughs) You're welcome. Are you watching anything right now?
3: I watched Joe Millionaire this weekend, which I loved. Perfect. I loved that show when it came out. That was like, I don't even know how long ago, a long time ago. And I actually met the guy because it was during The Simple Life. And Nicole and I would always be doing different things for Fox and different, you know, award shows. And then he was around, so... I met him at a couple of those events. So to see that they brought the show back, I'm just loving it. So nostalgic.
4: I watched the show too when I was younger. Uh, And one thing that I always related to is my dad was always single and he was always (laughs) the not, nowhere close to millionaire. So like my dad would walk into a Starbucks and like a ripped wife beater and Uggs and still be charming and like the most eligible guy. But watching that show made me feel like I was watching my dad and I always thought my dad would have like a better chance than the millionaire because my dad's just—I think he's got to compensate. He's got to be like charming and sweet enough to compensate for the fact that you know you had to go back to his apartment in Canoga Park uh, if you wanted to spend more time with him. So I was I, I, the one thing I really loved about this reboot. That actually, our guests today are from the show. Is that they kind of do put these two guys uh, in the house together—a millionaire. And uh, not millionaire, and we get to see how the love explores itself with these uh, women who are hopefully fated for something beautiful, some romantic connection. So, I think without further ado, Paris, we bring him in.
3: Yeah, let's bring him in.
4: Hey, Paris, how are you doing?
3: Good. Nice to meet you. Oh, Likewise. Meet you. Congratulations.
5: Pretty... Oh, thank you very much. Pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, thank on you. Your... Pretty cool being on your show. Not gonna lie. uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> Well, I loved your guys
3: show. I've I watched this weekend and it was so entertaining. It was so much fun to watch. <laughs> How do you guys feel after, you know, it's just aired like last week?
6: Yeah, it's been a uh, been an experience so far, but thus far, it's been really positive. I mean, everyone seems to uh, they really love the bromance between Kurt and I, which I love. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's been fun. Is that what you expected to happen? The the bromance? Honestly, going into it, absolutely not. But, uh, you know, then going throughout the process, Kurt and I hit it off. We've been hanging out ever since. And so we had a feeling that America would love uh, the fact that Kurt and I actually got along instead of like, you know, we're in a jealous competition and they, thus
7: far yeah. they have.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely a little nerve wracking going in there with another guy. Right. But um I don't know, I'm a guy's guy, so I can get along with 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 most men. So uh, it was really nice, though, that we're that we're very similar and our humor's is the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at the end of the the end of the season, we're finishing each other's sentences. So, it was
3: good. <laughs> so there was no drama with you guys. There was no fighting over oh. any of the chicks.
6: Uh, I mean, there was definitely some times where <laughs> we were both uh, really feeling the same woman. And they wouldn't give us a, you know, kind of an inkling on which guy they were feeling. And so there was a little bit of competition, but it was all friendly. Do you guys
4: have the same type in women? I know that like me and my brother luckily thankfully,
6: don't. Thankfully, we do not. We discuss that literally like within the first 10 minutes. We're like, yeah. all right, what type of prototypical woman do you go for? And I'm like, yeah. I'm a tall blonde guy. And he's like, okay, I like darker brunettes. And we're like, all right, dark, Dark
5: skin, dark hair girl. <laughs> or, yeah, girl. So... <laughs>
3: That's always good. Yeah, it's it's can be a little bit annoying when you're with your best friend or somewhere and then you guys both want the same person.
4: Have you had that Paris where you've been, you know, I think you've had so many like friends in the public eye. I don't know how many of them were good friends, but have you had that with somebody?
3: Uh, Definitely. But, you know, the other person was the one who was always upset. So it didn't really affect me.
5: <laughs> Good answer. Strong yeah. answer.
3: I'm just honest. <laughs>
4: so that's great. So it seems like you guys both the fact that you still like each other makes me feel like the show went at least well in that way. But
3: yes. When
4: you were when you were coming on the show, did you genuinely think oh, I'm going to find love. We obviously don't know yet. But like in your heart of hearts, were you like, oh, yeah, this is my chance
6: to find love? No, honestly, going into it. And I know Kurt will say the same thing. Like we're not reality TV show guys, especially reality dating shows. I always thought they were fake and, uh, you know, everything was scripted. And so going into it, I thought, you know, this gives me an opportunity to meet women that I'd never uh, be able to meet otherwise. And it's a very unconventional style. But Hey, why not give it a shot? And so went into it with very low expectations, didn't expect to feel a whole lot. And then you get put into that environment. You're away from, you know, your friends, your family, you're away from your phone for the most part. And it is like every emotion is intensified, you know, to the hundredth degrees. So uh, the emotions, it was an emotional roller coaster the entire time.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't expect to find love. I will say that the greatest love story to come out of Joe Millionaire, though, will be Stephen and I's friendship. <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
4: <laughs> yeah. If, that. if you want to find uh, if you want to find mm-hmm. more of these types of women, you know, ever just go to catch in L.A. Um, basically, everybody who wants to be a reality star. You can find there. There's a few <laughs> different right? places in L.A. Yeah. Um, but that's great. I, I like the bromance.
3: So how did you guys get involved with the show? Like, did someone approach you? Like, how did this happen?
5: Go ahead. Um, Yeah. So for me, it was so last minute. Uh, I believe they had all the pieces to the puzzle except me. And and I I think they even had another gentleman. Um, Somebody stumbled upon my Instagram, which I don't even have that many followers. Never have. Don't really have that big of a presence. I guess they liked my look. Um, They found out what I did professionally. And, um, you know, so they DM me and asked if I'd be interested. So I entertained it and um, entertained it enough to fly out to LA and meet the producers. Uh, and that was literally uh, about six weeks before filming. Wow. So very last minute. And, and they, they um, I think they realized that my personality would match Stevens. Um, so they kind of sealed the deal right there. Yeah. Did they? So they, they flew you out? Yeah. Both of you?
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did they, they
2: fly?
4: Did. Did they fly you in coach or did they put one of you in first class?
6: I don't know about you, Kurt, but I was in middle seat in the back of the plane. Yeah, yeah.
5: I, I was in, um, yeah, I was just in uh, regular coach. And I got in yeah. trouble for sleeping with my, nas- my mask under my nose, too. I almost, almost got escorted off the plane. Bad boy. Bad boy. <laughs> uh, but that was, even they had him um, selected for quite a while.
6: Yeah, they found me and it had been last January on Instagram. And, uh, you know, they reached out to me and it was in my DM request from someone I never knew or never met before. And I honestly thought it was a joke. Um, We (laughs) set up a couple Zoom interviews, started going through uh, the casting company, Cornwell Casting, moved through to 495 Productions and then all the way up to Fox, uh, the executive team. And I was like, this actually sounds pretty legit. And so, Uh, For me, and I know, Kurt, especially, uh, we both run day-to-day companies and we're both CEOs. So taking off for seven weeks for a reality TV show um, is not an easy feat for either of us. And so Mm -hmm. we made a deal with Fox that we're like, we got to have our phones for two hours every morning just to make sure that, uh, you know, our businesses are not burning to the ground while we're gone. Yeah, Yeah.
3: You're lucky. And I did The Simple Life. They really took our phones away. And Mm -hmm. it was like just like not having your phone is so brutal. I was just missed.
6: (laughs) Yeah. So you were lucky. At least you
3: got the two hours.
6: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we are. I don't know. But you know, everyone looks at reality TV show people and sees how emotional or crazy they get. And uh, until you're in that environment where you don't have your phone, you don't have access to talking to your family and friends every day. You don't know what that feels like because it is crazy. I mean, You know, we got our phones for two hours every day. And thankfully, that's what kind of kept me sane. Uh, These poor women, the women didn't get their phones at all. And so, you know, Kurt and I completely understand why they were on edge a little bit and uh, freaking out on some things.
3: Yeah, but I think it's also good because if you if everyone did have their phones, it wouldn't be the same type of story. So I think it it is smart oh, when these shows do that is. because otherwise they're texting their friends, they're just like on social media yes. and then they're not really in it. And then when you don't have the phone, that's when like the real emotions come out. And and yeah. that one scene when you guys were doing the cotillion dance and the girl was crying, the one who was wearing the same dress as the other one, like how did that feel? I felt it was I was like Oh my God, he's there. Like he's actually like, she's crying in front of him. Like how awkward did you feel in that moment?
5: It, it was, yeah, that whole dance was awkward. Okay. Um, this is only a couple nights in, I'm still finding my footing in this whole setup. Um, I'm kind of uh, like, I get nervous and I get nervous in front of beautiful women so much. So, so I, I'm always stumbling over myself. So all these women come in and I have to host them. I'm sitting at the head of the table and I've got to host them and I don't have my boy Steven here. So Steven's the good talker, right? So I'm sitting here by myself trying to host these women. It's it's a little bit awkward at times. They didn't, they cut out one part. I called one woman the wrong name. I mean, I only known them for a few days. So that had me flustered. Um, So the whole day was awkward. We get dancing and then we started loosening up a little bit. Um, And uh, that's when you start to see the spiral of Rachel, um, which that was... um, that was so comical, the way they caught that uh, on camera. And I, I guess that thumbs up really set her up. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it was it was the, uh, yeah, it was that uh, licking the
6: frosting off her finger that just made things take a nose dive.
5: <laughs> that was the catapult for her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really awkward. And then you know how it is, Paris. So you, you get pulled away so much by producers and they want to get interviewed yeah. and stuff. So I kept getting pulled away and I'd come back to a different show every time I'm like what is happening like what did I do to these women or what are these women doing to each other and so it was so confusing that me when you saw me just kind of leaning back trying to figure out what was going on that was genuine I was literally just trying to figure out what the hell is going on um, and then I didn't know whether I should interject I think I started to at one point one of the producers was like no 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 get back. Like we need
6: to save yourself. Keep,
5: keep (laughs) out of this. (laughs) So, you know, I don't know, looking back, should I have interjected? I would, I have um, caused more mayhem. I I don't know, but yeah, it was, um, it was something. It It was was amazing TV.
3: So I I feel bad for her because I can't imagine waking up the next morning and being like, Oh my God, what did I do? Or you've just watching it when it premiered the other night, so sending love to you girl <laughs>
4: <laughs> did, you have something like, did you have any any moments like that paris uh, in any of the reality tv you've done oh, where yeah. you literally regretted it right away what was it
3: <laughs> um just I, not me really regretting things just like just so many crazy moments especially you know during the beginning of the simple life because that was just it was like one of the first reality shows and it was just so new to me and we'd never been on camera before we're yep. in this completely different environment and just, I don't know. It was just a lot of things that happened with Nicole and I, I don't even know if I want to say that right now. <laughs> you
5: you, know, you, uh, you were uh, good. Like you, did you ever play a persona? Cause I feel like you kind of, you played this very ditzy cause you're, you're yeah. not so much. I've, I've, I've studied you. you. You played this like ditzy kind of role for a while, but that was just kind of what you needed to do. Right. I mean, that was.
3: Yeah. I, I'm not a dumb blonde i'm just very good at pretending to be one and um (laughs) Mm -hmm. for that i was you know giving what the public what i thought that they wanted you know Mm -hmm. that was just like the whole vibe like before i went there i've obviously you know i don't know if you saw my documentary but i went through a lot of things and um i think that was kind of just like a mask that i built almost just Mm -hmm. for like from a trauma response if i want to yeah. like, go deep into it but good also idea. i knew that you know it's reality television i wanted to be entertaining and it wouldn't have been funny if i was actually just being serious and yeah not being silly
5: <laughs> yeah yeah i remember the simple life was yeah good stuff. thank you this is
1: paris
2: If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.
4: Did you guys watch the original Joe Millionaire? Like,
6: again, like before the show? Did you watch it originally? No, I didn't even know what Joe Millionaire was going into (laughs) it. So neither. I mean, Kurt knew a little bit. He knew the name. But, uh, you know, we, we get down there on set the first day and we're in the middle of interviews, separate interviews. And the producers all walk into the interview room and they're like, so we just wanted to let you know, you know, this is a big moment. We've got a bombshell to drop on you. You know, you are the next Joe Millionaire. And for me, I was like, great. What does that mean? I have no mm. idea. I've never even heard of it.
4: You're just like, yeah. Okay, my name, Joe. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, what? And, uh, you know, I could tell the, the gravity of the moment and the way they were acting. I could see all the cameras on me. I was like, yeah, they're trying to make a big deal out of this, but I yeah. don't know what to, I don't know how to react. I don't know what mm-hmm. this is. And, and then they explain it to me <laughs> and they explain, you know, what kind of numbers it did and just how big of a phenomenon it was. And, and you start to realize, uh, you know, just what you got yourself into and it's kind of, kind of crazy.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Same, same thing with me. They bust in an interview room and um like, Hey, got something big to tell you. And they go proceed to tell me. I, and I look at them. I was like, that is great for you guys. That's awesome. And, and they say, no, no, it's good for you too. This is like, this is a big deal. So I was just happy for the producers. I was just happy for the, the whole show in general. Cause you know, that's, I mean, that's a good name to carry on. So yeah, I was just excited because we, we didn't know they they hardly told us what we were getting ourselves into they gave us enough yeah. to to get us there uh, but we really took a leap of faith with the production company uh 495 yeah. just they, they they are what sold it to steven and i both i mean without yeah. them without Sally and sarah um you know I, I probably wouldn't have been there so no i just
4: love that they tell you hey you're the new star of our franchise <laughs> and you go you're welcome <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> yeah. congrats this is good to for you guys buddy. Great selection. <laughs> the, the the twist is pretty good in this season, though. But I feel like, you know, if I had to hang out with someone for days and weeks, that something would slip out. Did nothing come out? Like, Kurt, at any point, were you like, yeah, I was driving in my Ford f Ford Ferrari.
5: <laughs> Ferrari. Yeah, uh, it, it was definitely harder for Steven. I mean, I, um, you know, I live a pretty modest life. I, I live a good life here, though. You know, I'm not, uh, it's funny to try to sell me as, as uh, like, poor in the show. I said, you can sell me whatever way you want. But, um, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I've i been in the construction industry for some time now. I was uh, I was a site superintendent for years, um, and, like, a well-paid one. Um, but definitely a very, uh, very hardworking industry. And then I, I branched out of my own. I started my own company uh right around 2 years ago now. Um things have been good for me. Uh but it still is a grind. So I'm, I'm very busy. I, I definitely still live a, you know, a modest, more modest life. But uh it was definitely harder for Steven because um it, it just is second nature to talk about certain things businesses especially. I mean, and they have multiple of them.
6: Yeah, for me it was it was a little more difficult. You know, the first couple of weeks I it was almost fun for me because I felt like I was playing a joke on these women like I literally feel like they think that I work out in a field every single day wearing a pair of blue coveralls with a pitchfork in my hand, you know, like a simple farm boy. And so it was fun to kind of play that facade for about two weeks. And then they'd start asking deeper and deeper questions about my history, my family. And I started running out of stuff to say, because, you know, you put on this so simple lifestyle Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, you know, they're asking you these very in-depth questions. And I'm like, um, I don't know how to answer this. And so, you know, they'd ask me about my education. I'd tell them I had a college degree and they're like, wait, you're a farmer, but you have a college degree and an MBA. And, And so, you know, they start asking those questions and it just makes it really, really difficult. And, you know, the hardest part was, for me, I don't necessarily uh, equate like the businesses or, or the material aspects of things, um, you know, as a you know financial flex or anything. I equate it more to the character traits that it took to get there. And so, you know, I want the the women to know that, uh, you know, I'm a hardworking guy, you know, very loyal, very determined. I push through, persevere, um, and I tell the story of my companies uh, to showcase that. And so, mm-hmm. I was I was having to take all that off the table.
5: Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a struggle for him. we we talked about it several times on the show. I hope they show some of it because I felt he was, you know, he was almost like a leg down. It's like, dude, you're coming off as this, you know, simple life farm boy. Right. And, um, you know, some of these women don't want a simple farm boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> <You know>? no, <laughs> they want a man so with much. a little bit of ambition, a little bit of drive. Right. Um, so Yeah, it was. We did have to pivot about midseason and we're like, Mm -hmm. "Dude, we got you got to start talking a little about, you know, some other stuff. So it it was a delicate balance for sure. Mm -hmm.
3: Would that be a turnoff to you when you could tell a girl was asking questions that, you know, had like gold digger mentality motives?
6: (sighs) You know, I mean. For the most part, I feel like we had a really, really good group of women that were in front of us, Um, you know, and they were, I feel like they were all there most, for the most part, they were there for the right reasons, but there were certainly some questions where they were trying to figure out who was who, Um, and you know, there wasn't anything over the top, thankfully, because if it was over the top, that definitely would have been an alarm to Kurt and I, mm-hmm. uh, because Kurt and I basically feel like we're, we're the same people. We both see ourselves as blue collar boys. We both work with our hands every single day. Um, you know, we're just uh, in a little different positions as far as, uh, you know, financial status or material aspect wise. Uh, but in five years, I don't think there's going to be any difference between us. And, and mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, Kurt and I didn't view you know, each other any differently. And so we didn't want the women to view us any differently either.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, what matters to most of these women was, as I said before, like the ambition and drive. I mean, everybody wants a man or a woman who wants to get out there and accomplish something, right. He wants to build something. Nobody Mm -hmm. wants to be with a lazy person. So I think that, um, you know, they, they could tell that was there between both of us. And, um, I didn't, uh, yeah, I don't, there were a lot of questions, honestly. Yeah. Some of them I just didn't I didn't even hear like that <laughs> that part in the show when they were just rapid fire questions, it was that and worse. I mean, I was sweating. <laughs> the reason why I took my hair down is I was like, I just gotta stop talking. All right, boom, hair down. <laughs> <laughs>
8: the show, The funniest part,
5: on. the funniest part, they were asking so many
6: questions, you don't even have time to think through the questions. And one of the girls asked Kurt if he's ever been to South America, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I've been to South America." This dude has literally never been there before. I know, like where? You're like, um, but you're just I you're trying that. to keep up with the questions. Yeah, you're just yeah. trying to keep up with all the questions, and you're you're running behind so far. You feel like uh, you know bait to a bunch of sharks whenever you're out there. Some yeah. of the days, yeah.
3: What was the craziest thing that happened? Like, we were like, oh, my God. You don't have to say who, because we know it's a surprise.
4: <laughs> they both just had a very clear moment yeah.
3: come to
5: their brain. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what Stephen's going to say, but the, to me, one of the funniest things that happened, and they, it, it looks like they probably cut it from the show already because it happened with Raquel. um It was, and it became this joke between uh, between everybody on, on set there, um, when Burkel got eliminated, she kicked her suitcase off the top of the stairs and it like bounced all the way down. (laughs) So then that became the girls kind of like ritual. Anytime, Yeah, like the rose ceremony. (laughs) They boot the staircase off the top of the stairs and it would would bounce down, which I just got a kick out of. I thought it was hilarious and it was fun that the girls, you know, could at least have a little bit of fun out the door.
3: Yeah, I'm sure the house was really happy about that.
5: Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. There was a few dents in the walls. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. You know, that was probably the funniest thing. Um, you know, it became the the ritual, the elimination ritual. They're like, do it for Briquel, And they punt their suitcase <laughs> off the stairs. Um, so that was pretty funny. Uh, I think episode three or episode four, there's going to be a very, very interesting night come up uh, with both Kurt and I, um, where, we may or may not have had a severe emotional breakdown and end up all the women are together and Kurt and I are nowhere to be found. And that's because we're hiding in a bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. 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 I just needed my boy. I was a little stressed out.
4: That's sweet. That's good. You guys had each other. Did you, uh, did, um, before the show, did you genuinely have any trouble just because of your guys' uh, career, maybe someone wanted more than you had, or maybe someone, you know, didn't didn't expect it to be what it is. Did you have any issues dating because of uh, financial stuff before the show? And Paris, this is for you too. Have you had to deal with, I mean, I'm sure, but like, how does it manifest itself when someone's in it for the wrong reasons?
3: For me, it's pretty obvious. I can I can always tell with someone. Um... But I have a lot more to offer than just that. So, again, I'm not worried about that. But it is kind of a turnoff. Because when you do think about it, like, usually you would think, like, the girl is a gold digger. But I found in life that there's male gold diggers as well. And they're beyond. And I just hate, like, lazy guys who just, you know... They just don't have any drive and they don't want to do anything with their lives. They don't want to work hard because ever since I was a little girl, like my parents really taught me the importance of hard work ethic and to want to do something on your own. It just feels so amazing, especially, Um, you know, when you come from a privileged family and just to be handed things, it doesn't feel as good as doing it on your own. And then I don't know, I think there's people out there that they're lazy and they just want to latch on to either a man or a woman who can take care of them. And I, I just think that's really unattractive.
6: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure. I mean, for me, uh, you know, and I mean this in the most humble way possible, not arrogantly at all. In Kansas City, uh, you know, obviously I have multiple companies. Um, a lot of them carry my last name. And so uh, my reputation precedes me a little bit. And, and so that's always a concern of mine, Is especially if I'm dating in the Kansas City area, is uh, you know, are they there for me? Are they there for who I am as a person? Or are they there based on my reputation of, of the companies that I have companies that I run and, and, you know, what I have from a material aspect. So that has always been uh, in the back of my mind for, you know, trying to get that initial judgment out of someone, especially in the, the Kansas
5: City area. Yeah, um, for me and congratulations on the, the marriage. Thank there, you. Uh, Paris. So uh, for me, you know, honestly, I, this past year leading up to the show, that was us on a hard stop from dating altogether. Um, You know, I was really, um, I didn't even tell anybody I started my own company. Uh, People knew I was still in construction, but I didn't tell anyone because I was afraid to fail. Uh, And with that, I just dedicated really past like two years of my life. I just grinded and I've just been grinding and just trying to, um, you know, really propel myself. So dating has been on the back burner for me leading up to this, um, especially the past year. And then before that, no, I think women have always liked me for me. Um, so I don't think I really had to worry about the, the monetary thing. And maybe because, you know, I never really had a ton of money. Like I said, I was, you know, I was a site superintendent in a construction. So they knew, they knew what they were getting, um, mm. entering into it. So
3: have you had any exes reach out to either of you since the show's aired?
5: <laughs>
6: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've had a couple exes and some, some old friends uh, reach out and they're like, whoa, this is crazy. I uh, did not expect to see this. <laughs> mm,
5: no, no comment.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The no comment says it all. <laughs> yeah.
1: This is Paris. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Haya. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your
7: Xfinity voice remote. Snag a job is where America goes to hire, with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers,
0: Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu
3: This is seven slitting questions. Okay, here we go. Um, who's your first celebrity crush and your current celebrity crush?
5: Ooh, childhood crush for me, Angelina Jolie, and right now, my, my celebrity crush is Ana de Oh, yeah, who?
3: Yeah,
4: Anna de Armas, uh, Ben's ex, Ben Affleck's ex. Oh, good one.
6: Oh yeah, for me, uh, <laughs> for me, growing up, I'd say Margot Robbie, and then uh, now I've always got a thing, and I've still have a thing for Scarlett Johansson, for sure.
2: Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe you they're watching him. this. Maybe I mean Anna's. Anna might they're be both single. married. Scar- <laughs> is oh, is Anna. Anna married now? Um,
3: no. Uh, I thought you were saying a Margot and.
4: Oh yeah, Margot and yeah. But you guys still have a chance with Anna and Armas. Maybe so. Good luck with we that. Sure. I really
3: <laughs> hope for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, your first kiss. You have one minute to tell us everything.
6: Well,
4: you guys are going to share that kiss.
6: minute. So make. Okay. It. All right. So I'll, I'll go first. Mine was at a, a place called Worlds of Fun. It's like a Six Flags here in Kansas City. Uh, during Halloween weekends, they have Halloween haunts. So uh, I was walking through one of the haunted houses uh, with the girl that I was talking to at the time. This was back in fifth grade. And uh, we were walking through like this smoky room full of mirrors and we were getting all turned around and we kind of liked each other like we were kind of holding hands. Uh, you know, I just went for it. Probably screwed it up horribly. I think I missed, um, but yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, uh, kissing
6: one of the fun mirrors in the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. This is bad. I can't. I can't remember my first kiss. I can't. It, it had to have been early. I was. I was. Uh, I was a little flirt um, as a young young boy, but. I, want to say, I can't even remember. I want to say it was like you, elementary school. Right? How do
3: you not Just, remember your first kiss? What? That's bad, right? Yes. Some poor girl is going to be
5: very upset to hear this. There's some girl Seriously?
3: out there who yes. has
4: built her whole life <laughs> yep. around the best moment she ever <laughs> had yeah. with yeah. first hours in the third grade. And it was like, she, he, he, when she tells the story, she says, it's something him and I will never forget. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she's yeah. probably been talking uh, about it a
3: lot this week. And now she's exactly. going to exactly.
4: Especially this week. Yeah. Kurt could uh, meet the girl and, like, uh, could see the yearbook and look at her, and he'd still be like, I'm so, it just
5: doesn't ring a bell. Not ringing a bell. Not coming back to to me. I'm sorry, mystery woman. I am so sorry.
3: You could reach, reach out to him on Instagram.
5: Yeah. All right, well, then, Kurt, who was your last kiss with? oh that might give the show away yeah see what you did there hunter yep <laughs> it's one of the
4: exes that reached out to him after the show
6: <laughs>
3: oh, <okay. laughs> Don't get <me> in <laughs> oh my god okay, what is the craziest rumor that you've ever heard about yourself
6: uh i live in a small town now I run a big farming and ranching operation right so Um, you know, small towns, people are going to talk. And uh, apparently my farming operation is just a cover up for this giant uh, drug kingpin, you know, that I'm running up here. So I'm just (laughs) smuggling drugs from Mexico and distributing them all around the Midwest. And uh, that's how I've made all my money, apparently.
3: Well, I'm sure it's just like a hater from another farm who's jealous
4: that's right mm-hmm. or is he bringing it up right now to make it seem like it's fake but we all know that that's right Chapo, pretty close that's exactly right
5: <laughs> Paris, i feel like i'm gonna be really bad at this game i don't know so i've had plenty of, of bad rumors there was actually a whole in college there's a whole page dedicated to me remember that college acb website it was like a shit talking website <laughs> so there was a uh, whole page dedicated to me and they called me uh, kurt the hurt powers And uh, it was like another fraternity went and wrote all this stuff and they had pages of stuff about me. And honestly, some of them were freaking hilarious. People were, people were pretty funny when they try to rip on you. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Just saying stuff like uh, Chuck Norris, uh, you know, looks under his bed when he goes to bed. So, so to not be scared of Kurt, the hurt powers, Uh, (laughs) you know, all sorts of stuff is is the girls and, you know, drugs, STDs. It was, it was a pretty nasty like page. So I've had uh, plenty, plenty of trash talked about me in the day.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: I, I don't know what's the best one. I don't really know, but there's been a lot. So I'm ready for what's coming. Yeah,
3: well, get, yeah. get ready. <laughs> yeah.
5: Regardless,
4: look who gets to pretend to be a millionaire on television now.
5: The yeah. city has really lost out. Curt the Hertz hours.
4: <laughs> uh, well, I think we have time for one more sliving question, Paris. Okay. Making-
3: all right. What's the craziest thing that you've done lately, besides, of course, being on a reality show? But what is the craziest thing that you've done on the show Turn or after,
5: head. or in uh, your life? I'm, a, I'm a loco. <laughs> um, craziest thing I did lately. <laughs> was... It's got to be the underground party at Tulum. Ooh, I love uh... Tulum. That was a pretty good one. The jungle, the jungle party was, that was pretty, pretty fun. Did you just go Amazing. recently? Uh, this was, let me think now, um, oh, a little over a year ago. So yeah. In January
3: of last year. Yep.
5: Yeah, so January sick. Of last yeah.
3: January is the best time to go there during BPM. Oh my God. Yeah. That's when I, yeah, so lit. The, the best,
5: the best party. So my buddy actually lives down there. Uh, he's like building some townhomes down there. So he's kind of got all the plugs and, um, he sends me this text invite. I don't know what I'm getting myself into. I'm like, all right, respond. They say, all right, go to the, go to this um, little hat shop. So me and two of my buddies go to this hat shop. They check you in. I don't speak Spanish. I can understand it. I don't really speak Spanish. So they check you in and then you're just like sitting in here, you know, with the music and everything. And then they usher you out one by one. And, and Paris, you probably already know. They usher you one by one to these uh, Mercedes Sprinter vans. And then you go, or, or we went 45 minutes into the jungle, uh, pull up with armed guards, with AK-47s, Uh, into this hotel in the jungle (laughs) and uh, this is the best part which we didn't know the shuttles don't come back till 6 Mm a.m so you're there (laughs) and you're stuck there and you walk through the gate and honestly it was it was so freaking cool I mean sensory overload it was amazing the Mm -hmm. music the lights it's literally the canopy from the jungle the lights are just projecting up there there's smoke on the ground I met some of the most interesting people I've ever met in my entire life um, some really cool Europeans. A lot of a lot of people from Mexico City, mm-hmm. I guess, go there. Um, it was uh, the wildest experience. We had a joke that that's that's what the um, you know the song Hotel California was in reference to. Like you can check in anytime you like, but you can never yes. leave. That's what we felt. <laughs> <Epic>. <laughs> we, felt like we weren't leaving. We were stuck there. Part of me might still be there. I don't know.
3: <laughs> Probably.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for that. me, I would say about a month
6: before the show, and I think this may have been what sold. Uh, you know, the producers and Fox for, for using me was, uh, we were finishing up planting season around the farm and, you know, I'm a helicopter pilot. I have a helicopter. And so I was like, we need to celebrate this. We need to kick this off in style. And so my brother was out finishing the very last field of the year. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to grab a couple of friends from the city. We're going to get like a 15 foot beer bong and I'm going to call him and say, go stand out on your tractor. And so I literally <laughs> fly over him with the helicopter I've got my friend in the backseat. She drops the beer beer bomb down to him and uh, he chugs it on top of the helicopter and the video went viral. So I think that's, I I think that's what sold me on the show.
4: That that counts as a good answer. And uh, we appreciate everything that you guys are doing right now. The show is so fun. Uh, Thanks for talking to us. Yeah. Congratulations.
3: Thank you so so much.
5: Yeah. Thank you for having me. This is surreal. I mean, growing up, like watching you Paris, it, this is just, this is uh, it's pretty great. Awesome. Oh, Thank you. thank yeah, you, I appreciate it's that. It's humbling
3: for sure. No. And I, I really like loved watching you both. You guys seem so kind and real and down to earth and genuine and like really good men. So I just want to say that I really enjoyed that because on a lot of these reality shows, they have these like really cheese ball guys that are just like so cringe and yeah. you guys are very nice guys so i just want to wish you the best in finding love and uh, i can't wait to watch all the episodes the show is sick
6: thank <laughs> you so much
4: paris it uh, means a lot we appreciate yeah. it hell yeah we'll see you at 5:30 a.m. at the
3: uh, jungle hotel for, <laughs> for our conversation thanks for listening to this is paris Thank you.
6: work.